0: Hey, Purpose Claremont, Um, just want to share something that I read a couple weeks ago out of our Bible reading plan, and I meant to get to it earlier, but I just haven't been able to. Um, But it's one of those special times in Scripture. Um, I dated it in my Bible, um, and it just stood out, and I think it's for our time. Um, and I really, I really try to be careful when I say. I feel like this is a word from the Lord. Um, I don't try to say that very often because I don't want to get I don't want to get it wrong. And um, but as I just I kept reading it over and over, and I even remember running into Kelly and saying, "This is what I read," and I feel like there's some there's something for today for us. And I know we can look through scriptures. And, oh, there's always something for today, but I mean specifically with what we're facing, how the world's changed because of COVID nineteen, all this stuff. I feel like this is specific. I think God is speaking specific. And so let me pray um, and we'll go with it. God, please, in all humility, I come and I will share this, believing that it came from you. But God, if not, at least we're encouraged. But I really do. I really believe so far that this is you. And so, God, I pray that you would be the one that speaks and that you would be the one that convicts and encourages us and uses this time Um God to truly speak into the things that are going on today. And so, God, we we humbly submit and we humbly listen. Um, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name, Amen. So, starting verse thirty-three it says, "Ah, you destroyer! You yourself have been have not been destroyed. You traitor, whom none has betrayed. When you have ceased to destroy, you will be destroyed. And when you have finished betraying, they will betray you." And then he goes on, and I'm not going to lie, I don't get all, that, all that's happening in Isaiah. I'm not an Isaiah expert. Um, I want to be. I want to get better at it, um, at reading the prophets. But it's, it's tough. It's a difficult thing for me. Uh, verse 2, though, though says this, O oh Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for you. That word wait, I think I brought it up in a, an online Bible study a couple days, or maybe last week. Um, we wait. What does it take to wait on God? It takes this hope-filled trust. Like I, I can wait, I can wait patiently for God because I know God's going to come through. Because I know He's great, He's good. I have this trust in Him um, and His ability. And so, O oh Lord, be gracious to us. We wait for You. Be our, our Be our arm every morning, our salvation in the time of trouble, at the tumultuous noise, people people's flee. When you lift yourself up, nations are scattered and your spoil is gathered as the caterpillar gathers as locusts leap, it is leapt upon. Now watch, verse five, the Lord is exalted for he dwells on high. He will fill Zion with justice and righteousness and he will be the stability of your times. I would say, don't you think that we need stability? If anything that we're trying to figure out, okay, God, why is this happening? We might need uh, God to do a work in not only our nation, but the world where he is seen as the stability of our times. Nothing else, no one else, not economy, not political party, not anything else. It's just him, but that he is the stability of your times, abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. The fear of the Lord, that my fear of who God is, is my treasure. It doesn't mean... Am I afraid of God? Absolutely. And then I'm not afraid because He tells me not to, because He's for me. But just His size alone is terrifying. When you think of His power and His glory and His might, oh, He's terrifying. But then He says, No, 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 be afraid. Don't be afraid. Goes on, verse seven. Behold, their their heroes. Now, this is I. I'm not. I really am not trying to read. I'm not trying to read the situations into scripture. I always want to read scripture and look at what's going on through the lens of scripture. But I just think, man, maybe this is hitting somewhere. Behold, their heroes cry in the streets. That we have first responders that are still walking the streets and working the streets and helping people. And it's hard. And I've had conversations with nurses and firefighters and police officers. It's just a lot going on right now. I'm um, dealing with this, but especially. Uh, those who are working in hospitals in the medical field, behold, their heroes cry in the streets. The envoys of peace weep bitterly. Now watch, the highways lie waste. The traveler ceases. We're not moving around as much. Covenants are broken. Cities are despised. There's no regard for man. The land mourns and languishes. Lebanon is confounded and withers away. Sharon is like a desert and Bashan and Carmel shake off their leaves. Now, now watch. That's It's like he's painting this picture of how hard things are. Now watch, verse 10. Now I will arise. Look at that. Now. He doesn't stop the bad from coming, but the, it has a purpose. Now I will arise. In order for me to see the exalted God, things got to get bad. And then he exalts himself. Now I will arise, says Lord. Now I will lift myself up. Now I will be exalted. When we're in the place where we're, we're so low that finally we're looking up. We're so low that we're finally looking up. Then we'll see God. He says, now I'm going to come. Now I will arise. I will lift myself up. Now I will be exalted. You jump to verse 22. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. Now watch this. Four words. He will save us. Now friends, I don't know when this happens. I just know that he's got it. We put our faith and trust in our judge, in our lawgiver, in our king. Why? Because he will save us. He's a savior. That's part of who he is verse 24, down to verse 24, and this is it. And no inhabitant will say, I am sick. Oh, I long for that day. Now we will always have sickness. But when you hear sick, it all comes down to one thing that we're really focused in right now. And no inhabitant will be sick. The people will dwell there. I'm sorry, the people who dwell there will be forgiven their iniquity. Friends, that's the key. Like in all that's happening, it's like, I just don't want to get sick. Oh, what if you're listening to this? Some friend told you, hey, listen to this. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know how many people listen if they pass it on ever. But here's the thing. What if in this, the priority in all of it is that people come to Jesus and they receive forgiveness of their sin? That's the whole thing that we should be praying. That more and more people, more than ever, would come to a point of surrendered life to Jesus and receive forgiveness of sin because of Jesus and to become a follower of Christ. So in all of this, yeah, God now I will arise. I love verse 10. Now I will arise. Now I will lift myself up. Now I will be exalted. That word now is repeated three times in three lines, three times in one verse now. Now is the time. And so it's just been my prayer God make now the time that you're exalted that more people than ever come to surrender to Jesus. I feel like it's a fitting word for today. Receive it as you sense. And I pray that God gives us discernment so we're receiving it well um, and then living it out um, and trusting him. We can wait for him because we can trust him. We have this hope-filled trust in him. Friends, I love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.